if you focus on what things cost, you're never going to make any more money. And it's a huge mind shift for some. And it's something that some people can't get across because they're so focused on saving. You're not focused on making. And I'm not disagreeing that saving money is important because every penny saved is a penny earned, obviously. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. My name is Marco Kozlowski. I'm here with Gabriela Raisha and Francesco Galluccio, where today we're going to go into investor mindset versus consumer mindset, looking at what things cost versus what you actually make. And this is a topic that's long overdue, I think, now that we're well into our 80s in the episodes. And we always look back at what people say, comment, and snicker at when we uh, interact with people that are either in the program or outside of the program. And they're always, uh, you know, we're we're always actually scratching our head wondering, you know, how are people thinking? Because this doesn't make a lot of sense. And one of these, I guess, objections or concerns is, you know, why is the cost of the program that we have or cost of mentorship so high? You know, why is it cost just over $2,000 or just over $3,000? Or if you work with me directly, it's almost $200,000. And why is it so much? It doesn't make any sense. I would never pay that much to do anything of that nature. And yeah, so let's talk about, you know, how much things cost versus what people actually receive or what the results are. So let's get into that uh, conversation. I don't know who wants to start first. I never I really made it past uh, six months of CEGEP, which was free. So, you know, in Quebec and six months of that, and that's about it. So Canadians don't spend a lot on university or college, so right. it's free or almost free. Although, it's you know, Canadians- free. Maybe well, maybe Quebec is free. It's, well, it's not free, but it's practically free. Like if you tell Compare, an American what you, you know, pay to, to, like I went to McGill University. I'll give you context. That's Ivy League. That's Ivy League Canada. That's right. It's world renowned, right? Yes. So, and I paid maybe four thousand Canadian a year to attend school, or forty five hundred dollars. That was in the early nineteenth century. And, and then I, you know, that's I before the wheel. That. That's before the wheel. That's right. Yeah. Hey, I'm the youngest one on this podcast. When you Just, had when you had hair. <laughs> so call it like. 15 years ago, and it's definitely less than $7,000 Canadian, which is like five grand. And, yeah, yeah, five grand US, including my books. And obviously, there's you know no room and board, but just schooling. And so that's pretty cheap because I don't know what an Ivy League school goes for, but even like, I think community colleges go for about that much, if not more. Well, uh, I think in, it's in the US. 50, 50K a semester for Ivy League for sure. 50k a semester. So yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on a sec. That 50k, are you getting a room and board with that as well? No, I think that's just school. I'm pretty sure that oh, like really? Harvard, to go to Harvard Medical School, I think it'll be. I'm sure I'm going to get an email or something. You know, even if it's idiot. half of that. You know, you're well, an idiot. It costs sixty thousand, or you're an idiot. It costs twenty five thousand. But it's, either way, it's a lot more expensive. And I think this. It's funny because I was having this conversation with someone here. Is that this is why I think Canadians are mostly. I'd say Quebecers have a harder time understanding or grasping the investment in an educational program because they're not, I guess, used to the fact of paying for their university and then they go out and get these jobs and they think that that's their return on investment. So it's a little bit more complicated. We focus on the U.S. here. This is to a certain extent with respect to school, then it's a whole different ballgame. I mean, I think any other mentorship or programs if or what you want to call alternative education it's going to be comparable, probably a lot cheaper than just your regular college degree. I just Googled it. It's $69,600 per year to go to Harvard. 
So yeah, so just 35 grand a semester more or less. So yeah. that's insane. That's US dollars there. So if you're no. Canadian and you're paying three grand and complaining and you're on the streets freaking out because they want to hike you 20%, yeah, listen to this. It's actually 73,800 before aid. And if you get aid, it's 15,000. I don't know if, who needs aid to go to Harvard, but it's 73,000 for a year. It was different numbers that's, on, it can be, yeah. And that's, I guess, before books or with books or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but it's expensive. It's not cheap. That's per year. And if you're going to med school, what's that? Seven years, eight years. Yeah. Even if you go into a regular program, it's at least three to four years. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot of dough. And so, yeah. And people are willingly paying for that. People are not only applying by the droves and the acceptance rates are going down, down, down. So why are people spending or investing? I'll say spend versus invest or invest versus spend, whichever one you choose, why go to Harvard? Are you guaranteed a job if you go to Harvard or you know, Yale or any you know, Ivy League school, McGill? Are you guaranteed a job? You know, I don't want to talk for everyone, but I would assume that Harvard possibly have enough ties in the business world or medical world to, yeah, probably maybe guarantee you an internship or a job. You got to keep that job if you're good at it or not. But even if you did, you know, what's the cost of owning that job? You're getting paid, but you're paying with time, right? So I would pay $73,000 now to go to Harvard or $100,000, whatever the cost is just for the connections. Because I think that has more value than the actual education. I'm not saying the value, there's no value in the education or in the status of going to Harvard for, you know, opening up a lot of doors. But that's the point is you're paying for connections. You're paying for the status. You're paying for not just the knowledge, but everything that goes with it. And I think there's a lot of value more in that at least to me than anything else. I'm sure someone that went to Harvard would call me an idiot, which is fine. I'll take it. But again, the question that we're housing today or tabling today is why is education, the good education expensive? People you know, were, are pissed off that my, you guys paid $3,500 US, 5,000 Canadian to come to my class at the time, which was six years ago. And you know, I had full classes, no problem because of it. Is it the cost that matters? Because I could charge 500 bucks and it'd be a shitty class and that would be too much. So is it really how much something costs that matters or is it the result that matters? If you focus on result, the cost never matters. If you get no result in doing something, then it's way too expensive. Five cents is too much or five million is too cheap. It really depends. It really does depend. Result, value, whatever you want to call it. Yep. You, yeah, that's what's going to dictate whether or not you're happy with what you paid. Yep. A lot of companies do that even you know, in marketing, whether it's pay-per-click or Facebook marketing, they know how much money they put into their ad spent. So if they're spending, you know, some people spend 10, 20, Marco, you spend, you know, I know you spend quite a bit on, mm-hmm. on marketing, but if someone's putting $10,000 in ad spent or Facebook ads and Instagram ads, and they're getting back 20 or 15, how much more do you want to put in there? So if you're getting back one and a half times, you want to put more in there. And that's exactly what you're talking about is like, how much am I making on that 10,000? How much am I making on that 5,000? And a lot of people forget that. It's just, I think that's just a human behavior because you go anywhere. What's the first thing that comes out of your mouth? Even if you're looking for a piece of furniture or whatever, anything, the last conversation when the salesperson talks is how much does it cost? How much does it cost? How much does it cost? And we just got, a lot of people just got brought up to that as opposed to, okay, maybe in a piece of furniture, you know, in a previous episode, we talked about buying furniture that can make you money 100% ROI in two, three months, all right, on value add. So when you're looking at things is, yeah, have that mentality is what's it going to make me? And it's going to change your perspective a lot on a lot of things. It's like paying for interest. You know, you even have people that won't come to the program because they have to pay six, seven, eight 
possibly you know nine percent interest on when they're getting asset based lending. Uh, and they're like, I never paid that ever. Like that's a scam in itself. But if you're making 14% and you're paying 7% on the loan that you don't have to personally guarantee and you have no money out of pocket, who cares? If you're making money, who cares what the interest cost? It's ass backwards. If you focus on what things cost, you're never going to make any more money. And it's a huge mind shift for some. And it's something that some people can't get across because they're so focused on saving. You're not focused on making. And I'm not disagreeing that saving money is important because every penny saved is a penny earned, obviously. But don't let that impede you. Don't let that stop you from actually achieving great things because things that are valuable do, I'm going to say a cost that is well worth it. The value is there. And if you buy a boat, you know, I don't know if you know what boat stands for, bust out another thousand. You know, that's what it means. You know, if you buy a boat, you're just constantly shelling out cash. But if that boat is being chartered and making you money, then now it's an investment. I know someone that has stuff on Turo. They buy cars and they put them on Turo, which is uh, like a Airbnb rental for car. cars, right? Rental car thing. And he buys used cars that are, I'm not going to bust out his model because it's, it's very niche, but he can buy these cars for under five grand and he gets his money back in a year. And he just does it as many times as he can. And it's, it's a very specific car with a very specific model they can get very cheap. And again, I don't, I, I'm sworn to secrecy. But, you know, he just kills it on this, you know, with this model. And it's the same thing. If you just bought the car by itself, it wouldn't make any sense. It doesn't make economic sense to buy it, but he's turned it into monetization of the opportunity that's there. So again, you know, you guys both paid $100,000 to work with me at the time, which was six years ago. I've, my prices have gone up because demand has gone up. So I want to keep only the most serious people that want to work with me. And looking back, was that 100000 worth it? Looking at your portfolios, what you learned, where you've accomplished. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but at least 10, 20, 30 times over, right? Oh, I don't know. I, I, think we, I, th- I think we got a steal. We robbed you. Yeah. Yeah. And what? <laughs> well, you can't, hey, well, I told you not to tell him that. <laughs> no, 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 we got to be transparent here. We, but, we, but, we but got to steal. But that's the point is you didn't look at the end of 100,000 US as a Canadian is a lot, right? That's a lot of fucking money. Especially and back then. I back then, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it was, it, it was, was terrible. The, the exchange rate at the time was even worse, I think. Yes. Uh, you it know, was, it was really, really ridiculous. bad. But you were committed to getting it done. That commit, it's more like a commitment fee, right? It is. It and is. you didn't quit when it got hard. When things went sideways, you didn't quit because you had that much money invested. So you're not giving up. It's the same thing. So the more invested someone is in something, the more they pay attention. The more you pay, the more you pay attention. If it was five bucks, you would have said, fuck it, I'm out of here. Because when times get tough, you're like, it's not worth it. So you're going to disconnect. So there's not just the investment side of it where it has to hurt a little bit, but what's the result at the end of the day? So now if someone, for example, joins a program, I have a diamond program, which is over 300 units. We won't stop working with you until you get to over 300. And anyone that gets over 300 units you know, you never have to work again. Your grandchildren's grandchildren never have to work again. You know, it's that much wealth is gen- generated on a very relatively small amount, you know, that's done over a long period, you know, a, a decent period of time. Again, the value is there as long as you understand what the result is. And that's in all things, you know, in all things. And if you're going to buy a big screen TV, you know, and a whole bunch of shit that you're never going to use, then that, that's expensive to me. Someone that lives in a, you know, a hundred million dollar house, or a $50 million house, to me, that's expensive. You both know I'm very simple. I don't live in an extravagant house. I don't need to put a lot of money into my house because it's my house and I'm comfortable where I am and I'm happy where the location is and I'm close to my kids and this is the right fit for me. I don't need to have 
a Lamborghini. That would be expensive to me unless I can monetize the, or it maybe a Lamborghini would be very cheap to me if I enjoy driving that kind of car, you know, and then it would be, it would be worth it because it would be therapeutic at that point. But, and I'm not poo-pooing whatever what anyone wants to have in their life. Okay. It's just, what's the cost versus the value? And that, that's that. That's personal. That's right. And, yes. and it is a mind shift because weirdly for me, when it came to real estate, I think because I understood real estate, yeah, you know, even I did it wrong at the beginning. And if you haven't heard the podcast, I encourage you to go to watch or listen to the podcast where I kind of told my story where I started real estate. I understood it, but I did it wrong. And then I had to kind of shift my mindset to, to being taught and helped. And, and that was something I was comfortable with. And to me, yeah, it was never a cost. But it's funny because I have another business where it's online and it requires ad spend. And, you know, Frank, you talk about ad spend and Facebook ads and all that stuff. And that's something that I'm I'm not really familiar with. And to me, it doesn't make sense to spend on ads. It never did. So what I had to do is kind of, you know, isolate myself and let someone else drive this. And now I, that I've done it and seen it, you know, I'm getting 3.3 times, like 300% return on every dollar spent on the ad in terms of revenue. So yes, it is a mind shift. And sometimes it's hard to grasp, but you have to understand the value that you're going to get or the result that you want to see. And, you know, a lot of the times you have to remember that it's an investment in yourself as well. Because if you're doing something, it's because you believe that you can see it through and get the results that you want. You can never, sorry, Frank, then it's you. Um, The education that you get, education specifically, same with my kids. They're on their own for everything. Like if they want something, they have to pay for it themselves, except education. That's something that I will always help them invest in because the best education isn't cheap. And I want to give them the ability I wish I had, you know, help. And maybe this is, I'm spoiling them in that way, that anything that they want that has, has high value education wise, as long as they see it through. Now, if they give up on one thing that they start, then that's over. I'll never do it again. Right. (laughs) I'll never do it again. But, and that's the rule. So whatever you start, you have to finish. And there's always value in education because no one can take that away from you ever. I can buy a car and it can get crashed. Things, you know, clothes, shoes, whatever, material things, that disappears. It goes away. There's no value there long-term wise. But with education, I was on the street in 09. I was homeless. If you know the story of the Red Sox story, and I had to rebuild my life. And the only reason I was able to do that is because of the education or the knowledge that I had that was able to apply. If I didn't have the knowledge, I'd be dead. That would be it. So anyway, Frank, go ahead. Sorry, I had to add that in. Or I'd... No worries. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to add to it. Gabe, in your instance, so you have your ad spent, you're making two, 300% on top of your ad spent, which is great because you know, you know, if you put in a thousand, you're making, you know, over 3.5, you know, 3,500 yep. 3, or whatever the case is. So th- those are good metrics, very good metrics. And, but I also want to flip it is how much is going to save you. You can look at it from that perspective. I just went through, you know, in previous episodes, Gabe, thank you. You introduced me to someone from KPMG, which is uh, you know an elite accounting firm. Uh, no plug. We don't get you know affiliates from them or anything. They were fucking <laughs> expensive. They were expensive. How much they were, were they, Frank? Like I, I were how much were they, when Frank? I saw the, thousand two hundred an hour. Yeah. How much, Frank? A thousand two hundred an hour. Twelve hundred bucks. Twelve hundred bucks an hour. And how much did you talk, Frank, during that? <laughs> oh man, Gabe was warning me before he goes, Frank, keep it, just- keep. Keep it short, don't say nothing. Put yourself on mute. Put yourself on mute. I couldn't though. Even though every time I was talking, I was like, shit, shut up, man. They got the point. But something like that, even though, yeah, I got got a big bill. I got got a big bill. Yeah, $2,400 point that they got. (laughs) I got got a big bill when, uh, oh my goodness. But anyways, I got a big bill on that, but they did a restructure of my 
on my companies for, for tax purposes to save money on tax treaties between Canada and US. So it's a little bit more complicated and I wanted the best for that. But regardless what I spent on it, which was a lot, I know, I think even within the same year, this tax year, I'm going to make that twofold, not make it. I'm going to save it twofold, save which it, is just yeah. as good as making it 100%. So, so I'll, I'll get 200 so it didn't even it didn't cost you twenty five hundred bucks or two thousand or ten. Even if it cost you ten grand and you saved thirty on your taxes, that actually made you money. That conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, the bill was around thirteen and change. Yeah, thirteen thousand. That was the normal bill. Yeah. Yeah, thirteen thousand. Yeah. So I got a little so, bit of discount for knowing this guy over here with the the shaved yeah. head. But yeah, yeah. but but, yeah. but that's but that's what the bill was. It was thirteen hundred uh, thirteen thousand. Right. My point is this: is that thirteen thousand dollar bill you can look at as a cost, or you're going to save probably $50,000 in taxes in, in the next, you know, at least, correct? Well, at least. One, uh, this year alone. One yes. time, right? One time, so, yes. So are you looking at as 13,000? I don't look at it as 13,000. I look at that as making 3,700. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. So basically, yeah. I got to charge you a commission here. That's what we're going to yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy it's worked that. out. That's, right. okay. hey, that's what Frank's about monetizing. Dinner's on me. I'll write it off. But it's the same thing with, you know, dinner's on me, steak dinner. You know, are you looking at something, of course, or something of value, something you want to do as, is this what it costs or is this what it's going to make me? And that's really how you have to look at things. Someone asked me the other day, you know, would you ever pay 13% in interest? The answer is absolutely. It depends on the deal. If a deal comes to me and I'm making a 46% return, and we've seen these where we're taking over debt and we're giving someone cash, mm -hmm. and the cash on cash return is well over 60%. And if I'm borrowing the money at 13 to make a 60% return, fuck, I'll do that all day long. It doesn't matter what it costs, it's what I'm making that matters. The cost of anything is irrelevant if there's you know a positive spin to it or if there's a significant savings or there's something that is going to reap a reward at the end of the day. You know, same thing with, you know, some of the platforms that we have to support our students. It doesn't matter if it costs XYZ amount of dollars for more spots to have if these user experience is better. Right, Frank? Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> that was a little well, you know, subtle plug for Frank. But, yeah. uh, you know, it doesn't matter what it costs. I, I, know, exa I know exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, yes. I'm just, that's a little inside joke that no one's going to get except for us. But it doesn't matter what it costs as long as, you know, there's a benefit at the end of the day that makes everything better. So, and sometimes I'm guilty of this myself because I come from a broke background. My parents were not very successful. And anyone that made a lot of money was generally, you know, crooked. I come from money is a bad thing. You have to save every penny you have because money is very hard to make. And, money is uh, you know, a limited resource where money is not a limited resource. It's an unlimited resource. You can have as much money as you want, as long as you understand how money works. So to land this plane is focus on result, not on cost. And I think you're going to have a much better life. Now, if you have no money, right? If you're completely broke and you're saying that's easier said than done, Marco, you don't have all this money. Frank, you have all this money. You know, Gabriel, you have all the money. You know, why is it that, you know, I can't think that way. I have to really look at cost. So what do you say to someone like that? I mean, my example is, is for my mentorship in my case, I, remember, I, I didn't have the money. I had to borrow it. And again, borrowing to me was easier because in my mind, if, you know, if you get a credit line, for example, and you're paying 4%, you know, and you're really what you're responsible for is the interest every month. So the way I saw it was I'm paying, so let's say it's on 100,000, what's 4%? It's four grand divided by 12, it's whatever. It's less than $400 a month. And the way I saw it was, that's the cost of my education is that interest payment. Cause I figured that the real estate that I was going to acquire, get, you know, whenever I refinance properties, that's what was going to pay for the mentorship 
capital. All I was responsible for was the interest. That's how I saw it. And so to me, it was only a, a monthly payment that made this work. And it's actually really that's I can really afford. Good. Yeah, I can afford the monthly payment. It was peanuts. It was a couple of hundred bucks. I mean, even if you have a regular job, that's something that you can do because the capital will get repaid at one point with uh, the value that you're creating. One deal covers that anyway, but go yeah. ahead, Frank. No, I had to do something very similar to get into your program, Marco. Yeah, I wanted the best. I wanted the top. I was very focused, or me and my wife at the time, and we, oh, even now, not at the time, but we knew what we wanted. We were at that point in our lives that we wanted more. And yeah, we didn't have all the money. I didn't have 100,000 US laying around in my bank account. The reason I was getting into mentorship is so I could have 100,000 laying around in my bank account. And now you do, uh, don't no, you? And now uh, yeah, you do. But, I do, but now I'm looking to spend it, which is a crazy thing. I know when uh, when COVID hit, my banker phoned and she goes, well, Frank, you know, they phone once in a while. They go, Frank, you know what? What can I help you with? I go, can you give me more leverage? Can you give me more uh, line of credit? She goes, sure. What, what do you need? I go, as much as you can give me. Because if I can get the money, because now I know how to monetize it, if I can get it, so there's good debt, bad debt, right? So if I can get it, so, you know, I would say probably six, seven years ago, or even 10 years ago, I would be scared shit to take something out like that. Where I'm telling the bank, give me as much as you can. It's like, you know, will 700,000 do? Yeah, that's good. You know, is that all you can do? Can you do better? Can you do better? Yeah. Yeah. Can I get a million? Look, could I do more? And they can. The the thing is, you can. But now I'm in that situation where I do have assets and yes, I can leverage that and I do have good credit. But regardless, like, even if you don't have a financial institution where you can go get a lender, there's a lot of people out there. Like, if the deal is there, like you always say this, Marco, if the deal is there, the money's going to be there. If you don't have the money, someone will. Because someone like me is saying to the banker, give me all that money. Now I need to park it somewhere. So if Gabe came to me and says, Frank, I gave, I just say Gabe didn't have any money. He says, Frank, I got this deal. I'm making you know, 50% cash on cash. Do you want 15%? What am I going to say? And I'm paying the bank, I think it was 1.5. Like, come on, 1.5, 15%. I'm in. I'm game. Let's do it. I do want to ask, add one more thing. It's, you know, it's not just all about mentorship here. It's what things cost versus what you make. I want to bring it back to Frank's hotel when he was struggling to um, get these things opened. And I saw him like cut corners and, you know, try to do things in a way that was not really, and I say cut corners loosely, you weren't, you were very particular as to how things were being done, but they were being done over a timeline that I don't think you realized how much it was actually costing you by not being open. So it wasn't until you came to the house and we sat down and I said, this is what it's costing you not to be open. And you're, you went white, you went literally white and you got it. And it was costing you a tremendous amount of, it actually cost you more than the hotel itself. It did. The time wasted, the, the opportunity to, cost to, you. To save a few bucks here and there, because you were focused on saving money here and there, not realizing the actual cost was more by not being open. Right? Yeah. It, it was, um, thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. just going to say it's white again. <laughs> but here's the thing is, I'm not saying it to, you know, to hurt Frank. I'm just saying that even though, and I'm guilty of this, should I have a project right now where you know I'm procrastinating on, on certain things and I shouldn't because it's actually costing me money. It's just, we focus on what hurts the most. You know, whatever squeaky wheel is there is what we tend to focus on. And as we have more projects, we, we tend to, you know, we, we're not perfect at all of them. I'm probably more guilty. Look at freaking Ohio with what's going on there right now. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. So it's like, just shit happens. It falls through the cracks and, you know, and it's not, you know, things happen. So I'm definitely not throwing Frank under the bus because I'm more guilty of this than both of you for sure. But it's just, if you're trying to save money here and there and you're not opening your hotel, that's making you, you know, what, $50,000, $60,000 a month, whatever that number is, every month that you're not open, it's costing you hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. 
So you're saving yourself 20 bucks on a lampshade and, and, and you know, spending three, like my parents will spend $10 in gas to find something that's one cent cheaper. It doesn't make any sense. Like they will drive another 20, 30 miles to save a penny on the gas that they're spending more on anyway driving. So it doesn't make sense to me, but that's how they think and happens. Yeah, they don't realize that penny that penny saved on on whatever liters or gallons they yeah. need is they just wasted it finding Exa- that, that exactly that, that gas station. Yeah, yeah, or it's, you know, uh, not being open is costing you more, or you know, you have to look at the opportunity cost just as much as anything else. So you know, we're all guilty of this. And if someone again, if you are not so the opportunity open. cost of waiting for something, yes, not being open, it, it ended up costing mm-hmm. me in the end more not being open because I missed out on that revenue. Hey, listen, that was a lesson that I definitely learned. I don't regret. Well, I do regret a few things there, but I don't regret it entirely because I going through that pain and it was painful and you did warn me, but it was painful. I think I grew from that. It did take a year and a half to get the lesson, but at least I'm not afraid I would do things a lot differently going through that experience that now I can monetize. So you can flip the coin and say, okay, that opportunity cost that the money I should have, I could have made is now an education for my future projects. When I do buy another hotel or multifamily, I know, okay, you know, I lost X amount, but I learned from that. Now I'm going to take it and I'm going to implement the things that I didn't do before. And that is the exact attitude that you need all the time. The thing I was going to say that I, was, I forgot to say when Frank, uh, Frank's screen went kaput is I've never seen a drug addict not have the money for drugs that they need or a cigarette addict not find the money for cigarettes. You'll always find the money or the find the resources that you need to do what you really want in life. And if you find something that is of tremendous value, you'll always find a way to get it done. Always. And I think that's all I have to say about that. So thanks to steal Frank's expression from the last episode. So I appreciate you guys very much. And uh, yeah, so hopefully you got something out of this episode. Like it, love it, share it, subscribe. And again, if you've not listened to the first handful of episodes, uh, please do. And we really appreciate your positive comments that you're going to be writing below. This is a subliminal message saying, write the comments below. And of course, we appreciate you very much. The listener and Frank and Gabe, brothers from another mother, appreciate you very much. And one day I look forward to actually seeing your legs because I haven't (laughs) seen you guys in a very long time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Have a fantastic week, fantastic month, fantastic life because it's your right to be successful. Take care. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, This course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Mm